Welcome, everybody, to yet another episode of yet another podcast. Your boys, Thunmit and Sumit, are back with another episode. Thank you for tuning in. What up, Sumit? What's going on? What it do, baby? (laughs) I love our intro music, man. If you haven't heard our previous episode where we introduced our intro music, that was the first time we had it. Go back and listen to that episode after this. Uh, I love our intro song, man. It's awesome. Yeah, I've been listening to it all week on repeat. Okay, I haven't gone that far, but like... Well, it's only 15 (laughs) seconds long, so like every time you get into it, it's over. (laughs) Yeah, I need like a full uh, three-minute version of this. Yeah, right? Tell him to make it into a full song, add 16 bars, add a hook, a bridge, another hook, two more hooks, another eight bars, and then send it to me. All right. (laughs) I'll make sure to get all that. I'm in the zone these days, man. I've been um, been doing some writing, been recording a little bit of music. Uh, So I'm in the zone. I'm in the mood to write and record and make some music. Damn, look at you. Singer, songwriter, slash podcast host. Look at you. Yeah, yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> it's just, you, I feel like it's gotten... the foul version? <laughs> yeah, I just feel like it's gotten easier to make songs. See, back in the day when I was making music, when I was 19, 20, whatever, um, you know, I grew up on the golden era of hip hop and the golden era of hip hop sort of had a conventional form to it. Right. The form was you have your beat, you have usually four to eight bars for a hook. You have 16 bars for a verse. Sometimes there's a bridge. That's another four to eight bars. You have the hook, you have the verses, you have hooks, verses, that's it. And so like when you, when you had to write a song, you know, it was like a, it was a process. It was a thing. Like, you know, you had to follow this format or whatever. Now, I just feel like it's more so about people really just care more about the music side of it, like the actual production, the beat, and if there's a catchy enough hook. And so I just put on beats when I'm in a good mood or what I, whenever I'm like driving and shit like that, or my, I'm chilling with my cousin Kiki and like, we'll just put on some beats and I'll be like, Oh shit, here comes a hook. And I'll just spit out a hook real quick. And I'll be like, that's lit. We're going to record that. And then I'm like, I'll go back and put some verses in later. So that's what I've been doing. I've just got like four or five songs where I've got some really catchy hooks and I'm like, put those down and now i'm just like all right i'll go back and finish these songs later add some words i guess wow look at that you just dropped a few gems bro like in a a minute you like wrapped up your entire songwriting process like (laughs) your entire (laughs) process like you just explained it to us but yeah for you to just like fall back into it and do it again uh that's pretty that takes a lot of skill so um definitely looking forward to hearing what what comes because like i don't even know if it takes skills because like when it Maybe maybe that's just me being ignorant about the talent that I have, but like sometimes a beat comes on and I'm just like, I'll just say some stupid shit, but you know, it flows and it goes with the with the beat and stuff. And I'm just like, it's and it sounds hype and it sounds great. And I'm like, that was easy. I'm like, this is piece of cake. Anybody could do this shit. But then you That's exactly me. why we have all these other rappers out there that are like SoundCloud rappers. 
Yeah. <laughs> just like anybody and everybody is a rapper these days. Apparently, like Six Nine's ex is trying to become a rapper now, and she's like already like chasing clout. She's like, "Oh, I have a better flow than Nicki." What? Yeah. Who like, is she? Who What's are you? Uh, Sarah Marino, something like that. Marino. Really? Something like Molina. I think I don't know. I, I, don't, know. I, it, I don't know. Who cares, man? It's Six Nine's ex. Claim that you're better than Nicki, though. She said she her flow is better than Nicki's, but she raps better than Takashi. She's no, oh, she's dissing her own ex boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, I think it's his baby hilarious. mama. Yeah. That's pretty hilarious. Well, can we just yeah, backtrack for a second? Yeah, let's backtrack because can we talk about how you have a cousin named Kiki? <laughs> oh, that's what you wanted to backtrack to? Yes. <laughs> yeah, that was distracting. <laughs> I immediately thought, of yes. Kiki, do you love, do you love me? me? Is you right? Yeah. Um, my cousin. That, Hun- that's his Hun- real nickname? No, man. His name is Hunkita. <laughs> yeah, but that's his I real nickname? No, you I, call that's his real nickname that I gave him. Yeah, I call him Kiki. So nobody else calls him Kiki? All my friends now do. Yes. <laughs> Poor kid, man. Poor he kid. came with me to New York, and I introduced him literally to everybody. I was like, this is my cousin Kiki. They're like, oh, hey, Kiki. Nice to meet you. <laughs> that's great. Poor kid, man. Poor kid. <laughs> yeah that's great he uh, i think some i think his nickname at home might be Harki. got it got it no i was just yeah. curious about you know kiki, kiki and why that was his nickname but anyway uh, anyway yeah. um i was having this conversation with somebody earlier uh they were asking me they're like oh what's on your playlist lately or whatever and i was like so what's on my playlist lately let's see um there's a new EP uh, from uh, this guy from New York, New Jersey, my boy Tai Zhu. He just dropped an EP. That's on my playlist right now in the rotation. Uh, this guy from India, Prabhdeep, that I've talked about before, he dropped his EP finally. It's called King. That's in rotation. Um, Jaden Smith's new album, Iris, that's in rotation. Uh, Dreamville's uh, Revenge of the Dreamers 3 is still in rotation uh let's see what else did i put in rotation recently mm, trying to think those are like the major ones right now but anyway i was talking to this person and they were like they had never heard of jaden smith's music and i was like yeah he's definitely like an acquired taste because he's like how do you define his music um i like to call it alternative hip-hop yeah, I think it's like a mix between punk rock and rap. I mean, it is it is hip hop. It's more political hip hop. But I think he also tries to like, I don't know. I feel like he tries to do too much sometimes. But I, I still think his music is great. I think he's he's a dope artist. His music is fire. Um, he's definitely got a sick flow. He's got ill lyrics sometimes. Like yeah. he's actually somebody who like I never would have thought would grow on me, but he really grew on me. Right. Um, yeah, it's just I don't know why. It's just like he has some. There's something about his message or the way he delivers his message that is like, okay, cool. Like I I enjoy listening to him. Um, mm. Plus, he seems like a good kid. Like you know, he just seems like a humble dude. Um, you know, he's pretty conscious about the world, the earth, and climate and stuff like that. And yeah, yeah. You know, so like he does a lot of good stuff. So like, you know, I, I don't mind supporting somebody like that. Just in general, just like checking out their yeah. music and saying, yo, you know what? He's actually not bad. So, but he I mean, is he's a kid. Things, he's only so. twenty one. He has, yeah. He's he's just uh, he just turned twenty one. Just turned twenty one. That's so insane, yeah. dude. That's so crazy. 
I feel like I just watched Pursuit of Happiness like yesterday. And he's like a fucking butcha. Like he's a tiny. Man, I forget about that all the time. Like I, I wouldn't even put that together today. Like if I would have thought about it. That's such an amazing, is one like one of my top favorite movies. Like of all. Oh, time. no, it's a great movie. It's That's definitely one of my favorite movie. movies too. Um, yeah. But like in terms of like what you picture Jaded as, like I rarely go back to that image right. of him as a kid <laughs> because I forgot that was him. You know? Yeah, yeah. I think he was in another movie with Will Smith too, wasn't he? In uh, Enemy of the State or something. So yeah, I was actually reading this article that talked about um, how like Hollywood basically shits on him because him and you know his dad Will Smith they kind of like peaked with Pursuit of Happiness, and then he did Karate Kid, which I think did well. I think it was well received. Karate Kid was a good movie. I like the I like the one he did, uh, but then he did some of those like weird sci-fi alien type movies or whatever. Uh, one of the ones that he did was a major major flop, and this article is basically talking about how Hollywood just never wants him back because he failed so miserably, which kind of sucks because he's still a kid, you know, he's still learning. But um, see, that's crazy though because I I was actually just thinking about this. Thinking like, look at some of the biggest names and stars in, in Hollywood today that we kind of either look up to or watch now and stuff, right? Like, look at Robert De Niro, Al Pacino. Like, when you when you picture these people, you imagine like their greatest roles ever, right? Mm-hmm. And then you 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 don't remember that they also did some pretty shitty movies themselves too, right? 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 Exactly. Like stuff that you've never heard of for a reason, right? Mm-hmm. But like to shun somebody from the entire industry at a, such a young age for what? For being an actor in a movie that wasn't his idea? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know. It's kind of sucky. I think, but... so, I think Hollywood sometimes has like this weird double standard that yeah. they just apply whenever they feel like it. Like, it just doesn't, there's no rules. The article is also talking about, yo, did he come out as gay? No, I don't think so. Not directly, at least. I don't know. I, I thought I read somewhere where he was talking about how Tyler, the creator, is his boyfriend. I don't know if those are just rumors. Yeah, but people didn't know if he was trolling or if he was just ah, uh, yes, you know what he was doing because at the time it just wasn't like nobody was sure. It just yeah. seemed like a joke the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's interesting. But yeah, anyways, I was I was like, hey, yeah, you should check out his music because it's very unique. It's a cool sound, whatever. It's got good message stuff like that, and. Um, one of my friends they were just like oh um i just kind of like group him with all the new mumble rappers or the any anybody with the with a little attached to their name and i was like um i don't know i was like i don't think i don't think i group him with with like little pump or like what's his name all the little Young, the little, baby, little little baby, young baby, whatever. All these little fucking new artists. I don't know. You're so old. Please <laughs> name some of them for me because I'm having, clearly having. I don't a hard know time. who you're talking about, but like I feel like you're talking about. You're talking about Uzi. Sure. Yeah, that guy. No, Uzi's like great. Don't hate on Uzi. Don't like him. You're an old man. Uh, don't like Low Pump. Don't like. Yeah, I agree with that. Don't like Trippy Red. I like some uh, of his stuff. Yeah, I don't really fuck like with his much earlier that. stuff is good. But yeah, this is interesting. Do you uh, ever do you ever feel like in terms of like you're talking about your rotation, right? Do you ever mm-hmm. get into these weird kind of moods or phases where like you listen to something completely offbeat? Not offbeat like in terms of music like 
rhythm, but like offbeat in terms of what you would normally like. Oh, like out of character for me? Yeah, exactly. Like any genres that you like that appeal to you that yes. you don't admit that you listen to sometimes. <laughs> That's funny, actually. Um, yeah, I love being introduced to new shit. So like, um, uh, like some of my friends from Ohio were in town uh, in July, and uh, one of my friends, my friend Hafsa, she put on this um, this Arab music playlist on Spotify, mm-hmm. uh, and I was like instantly in love because I grew up in Kuwait. So I like I had heard Arabic music before and I had been exposed to it before and I had just forgotten about it because I had no more exposure to it ever since I moved here. So I haven't literally haven't heard it before uh, or I haven't heard it in like what, 20 years almost. And um, as soon as she put it on, I was like, holy shit. I was like, yo, this shit is nice. I love it. And yeah, it was great. I, so I've been. That's also been in rotation. That playlist. Uh, I'll I'll uh, mention it if anybody's looking for it on Spotify. Yeah, you gotta send me that. Yeah, it's it's, it's funny that you said that. Yeah. And another example of why we're best friends. Yeah. Is that I was gonna say the same thing. That yeah. I really. So I on SoundCloud I have like a bunch of these like old. So back when I was like really into EDM, right? Yeah. I also got into Arabic trance. Which oh, is like really cool. It's like it's yes. not real trance, but it's like I don't know how to describe it exactly, but it's it it sounds really dope, right? So I was like listening to that. And I used to share it with like people who are also appreciated uh, yeah. like that type of music. Um, but it's on my SoundCloud, so I have a bunch of these links. And even now, yeah. like sometimes I go back to some of them or I try to find new ones to yeah. find something similar, right? Because something about that sound is just so unique to me. Like, I know you're, like, what your connection is because you, you've heard it before. But, yeah. Like, I didn't yeah. grow up listening to any of that, right? Like, so yeah. to me, like, that sound is so unique. And, like, I love the way the drums go. They're very quick all, and, f- and it's very upbeat all the time. Yeah, um, yeah. It's very vocal. And, like, you know, the vocalist is always hitting these, like, really outrageous notes and, like, really, cr- like, like, really, like, um, difficult notes to hit just in general right like between sores almost yeah. um, it's, it, it's crazy like to me like that's what appeals to it. to me that's why I'm, it appeals to me is what I'm trying to say no um, I love that I was uh, the same thing kind of happened to me so when they were here uh, my friend Hafsa and her friend um, when they were here they introduced me to this playlist uh, it's called Arab mood booster by spotify it's on spotify if anybody wants to check it out and then last week i was actually doing some design work for roots gear uh and i had oh, we talked about this on the last episode that's gotta that's gonna drop this week uh those designs those products was gonna drop this week but uh when i was designing um something they were like, oh, uh, do this other artist. And I was like, who? And uh, this artist, uh, singer, her, she's Egyptian. She's like a crazy, legendary sort of Egyptian singer. Her name is, uh, I'm probably going to butcher this, but it's Um, um Kultum. And um, just so words. <laughs> yeah, Um Kultum. <laughs> so I went and looked up her music. And then and I did it on YouTube. And when I when I heard the first song, it was dope. And then you know how YouTube just kind of like starts suggesting things and like auto plays a bunch of shit for you. Oh. It started going into what exactly what you were describing, like this Arabic 
trance fusion something music like it was so fucking dope it was amazing so yeah damn, damn i just i just followed that playlist oh you did yeah dude yeah. this shit bangs there's one track on there that has french too it's a pretty badass track it has who on it french montana on there oh really yeah yeah uh that one's called Maghreb gang that's oh, the first one yeah Maghreb gang and then yeah i like all these man um these are dope tracks so yeah Damn, i didn't know you were into this stuff but i have some interesting things i might be able to send you later then please do sir love music you know i love music man love making music listening to music being exposed to new music i just i love everything about it yeah speaking, speaking of, of music music <laughs> are we both gonna say the same thing I don't Three, know. I feel like we're about two, to one asap is back that's exactly what I was going to say, but I, I want to assure people that this is not scripted. <laughs> I love it. I fucking love it. <laughs> oh, man. It, I mean, it's like one of the biggest headlines in the hip-hop world right now, you know? Like, everybody's posting it. Everybody was so excited about it. Yeah, thank God, man. Yeah, and like, he's not even, like, off the hook. You know yeah. I mean, like, Sweden said that he was allowed to go until sentencing, uh, or at least until they pass sentencing. I don't think he has to go back, even if they do pass like a, a guilty plea or something like that. Really? Um, I don't think so. As long as he doesn't go back there, oh, he probably okay. doesn't have to serve time, right? It's like, yeah. if you do something in a I state, when you go back to that state, like there's a warrant out for your arrest and you don't even know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but um, can't, is there, isn't, aren't there like extra, uh, extradition laws, extradition law? How do you pronounce it? Extradition? Extradition. Yeah. Uh, there are, but the thing is, he's in his home country. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. So his home country is generally always going to protect him. Yeah. Kind of like cool. the benefits of being a citizen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank God for that. Yeah. Um, OVO Fest happened this was past weekend too, right? And shit looked crazy. Yeah, they did two nights. They had like all these older acts like Lloyd, B2K, um, and then yesterday was the day that drake performed and uh what he brought out like a shit ton of people i forget it was like like everyone chris brown tyga who yeah. he apparently squashed his beef with um who do you he have had beef uh, with him i didn't know that <laughs> yeah i didn't know that either but i'm just like why did they squash <laughs> tyga's so bad yeah fuck that guy can't stand his music just like he's like the dr seuss of rappers <laughs> He just knows how to rhyme words. Yeah. But that's it. Yeah. Um, yeah, OVO Fest looked lit, man. Wish I could have gone. Yeah, man. I'm looking forward to Oh, did, did you hear Care Package? Yeah. Finally listened to Care Package. Yeah. Uh, it was also funny, I feel, man. <laughs> I feel like I had heard most of the songs before. Every single song was had been released before. It was, single. right? And oh, all he did was repackage all of them to an album. Oh, and I think okay. he like remastered some of them, some of the older ones, I guess. Okay. But he basically yeah. just repackaged it. And it was so funny because like people didn't remember any of these songs or they yeah. didn't like pay attention to the names of the songs. Then yeah. everyone was like, oh, he's finally dropping his new album. And I was like, no. <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> yeah. And that shit was funny. Uh uh, I posted the, I posted the, I reposted his post on Instagram, and I was like, "Why does the fucking album cover look like my MySpace page from like 2005?" 
<laughs> like that album cover literally looks like like artwork that was created in the early 2000s it was so shit but yeah. i think that's what he was going for maybe i don't know yeah I, I didn't really quite get it it seemed like a bootleg mixtape cover how do you do that how do you tell the person that's going to be creating your art to be like nah it's not shitty enough make it shittier <laughs> unless like, unless it started worse and this was the best they could do i i don't know man <laughs> but, but yeah the music was good um good tracks that's in rotation too i forgot about that yeah i've, been, um, I've had a this other guy that i found um that we've been working with for a little bit now who uh is actually based in i think miami now originally from michigan he's a dope artist i've been listening to his album like front to back for a while he goes by casey yang casey yang yeah i'm sure like people have seen me post it on my uh, instagram story and stuff but he has an album called Ghost. It's G H X S T. So go check that out on Spotify or whatever. But it's so hip. dope. It's like I'm so not he's hip. he's this guy that we found or really really I found on SoundCloud and stuff. Um, yeah. and we've been working with him like to try to get him some placements in like some either TV or film or like working nice. with a bigger artist. Yeah. Um. So he's been doing some work, and this was one of his previous uh, bodies of work that he had put out right before we started our relationship. Gotcha. Um, yeah, it's, he's, he's dope, cool. man. I get you guys are really, and I'm not just like trying to plug him. I that's <laughs> we're just talking about a rotation. Yeah. Like that honestly is one of the like greatest projects I've heard in a long time. He's he's got like that the weekend vibe, like the old weekend vibe, uh, not the new one, right? So like like that alternative R and B yeah. style, the soul. Yeah, but like, I never liked the weekend. Just FYI. No, that's fine. You, I mean, you'll probably like this guy a little bit more because he's more vocal as opposed to a vocalist. Oh, okay, he's gotcha. a good vocalist too. Yeah, so enjoy it. I think if not, oh, like, let me know. speaking of new discoveries, I discovered I might be late to this fucking game, but I discovered this artist called YBN Corday. Have you heard of him? Oh Jesus. What Jesus? You have heard of? How come of you've heard of him heard and of him, haven't bro. told me? Why did you fucking send me his album? Because, because your style is not appropriate. Like you just, you were just knocking on all the yell. This you little yeah, this. but he He's doesn't in the sound same like. Category. No, he does not sound like any of them. He, he sounds, doesn't sound like that, but he's part of that same like upbringing. Fine, he's young or whatever. He's a kid, but he's got a fucking mature sound, and he's lyrical as fuck, and he's got something to say. And I fucking love his new. I fucking love it. I fuck with it. And he's from the DMV, so I gotta support. I actually think that that album deserves to be breakthrough album of the year. Uh, yeah, the Lost Boy album. Such yeah, I album. think I think it needs to be up there. It was the most complete, mature kind of body of work I've ever from like a first album. Yeah, like a first. Did he make? Um, did he make Double XL's freshman list? He did. Yeah, he did. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah, yeah, he fucking deserves it, dude. That that freshman list is getting worse and worse by the years. Really? Like literally, <laughs> the artists on there are the like yeah, it just I keeps getting imagine. continuously worse. Yeah. Um, like the the, the years of like Kendrick and uh, J Cole yeah. being on those, like yeah. those were the good old days. Like you you knew that hip-hop was actually going somewhere now nobody has any idea where it's going yeah i haven't even kept up with that shit yeah but yeah i fuck with the corday man i saw i saw i came across his shit because i follow um 
Funkmaster Flex on Instagram, and he posted like you know when he was on his show doing a freestyle and stuff. I was like, oh shit, this kid's pretty good. Let me look into him. And then I fucking found the album, and I was like, holy shit! I was like, this album is so fucking good. It's yeah, such it's a, a good re- album. It's definitely a good album. If you haven't heard it, definitely go check it out. My uh, favorite track is Winter Time. Winter Time, okay. Winter Time's such a good track. Such a good track. He's got amazing. He's just got a great sound. I love it. Um, but yeah, well, but hopefully he can day. keep it up. But uh, I think the the interesting part of all this is that uh, shit. You just said something. It just slipped my mind now. <laughs> uh, let me ask you something. Yeah, this is something that I always wonder. That I wonder if you wonder, um, <laughs> or if every you know maybe our listeners. I wonder if they wonder. A lot of times on these shows, like Sway in the Morning, Breakfast Club, whatever, blah, 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 Funk Flex, all these shits, even Tim Westwood, whatever, a lot of rappers get on there and they're like, yo, we're going to play you some beats. Go ahead and freestyle. And majority of the rappers start spinning. But me as a writer, like I feel like I know that majority of them are not freestyling. They're just fucking spitting bars that they've written before that they've memorized yeah they have like a vault up there and every rapper does every rapper has a vault in their head of you know oh i wrote this hot 16 or i wrote this hot 32 or whatever and if the beat fits i'm gonna spit that one if beat doesn't spit then i you know if it doesn't fit then i'm gonna spit the other one blah 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 whatever but i feel like very rarely do you hear somebody actually freestyling yeah um it depends on the rapper right like there's some people who consider oh i have it written down so i memorized it and i I just spit it off the top of the dome that's a freestyle why because it's not part of a formal song right like there's no um official arrangement of the song that's not a freestyle that's not a freestyle a freestyle Freestyle is is fresh off the top of the dome like on the spot on the spot like there's this guy um that i follow uh, he's from California. Fuck, I'm not gonna remember his name. Uh, Harry Mack is his name. White guy yeah. from Venice Beach. Uh, he freestyles. That's his thing. Now, here's the difference though with freestyle rappers. There are some that are amazing at freestyling. Like you put them in a room, you put a beat on, whatever. You'll be like, yo, um, rhyme about computers. They'll be like, yo, suckers are my computers, futures, la 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 and they'll go off and it's all original, all off the top of the brain on the spot, whatever. Right. But you tell them to make a song like a record and they probably won't be able to do that because they don't you know they don't make records. They just freestyle, you know, because that's something they do. Um, yeah, so most of the time those guys, well, okay, look, there are some rappers that actually freestyle off the top of the dome on those shows. And you can name tell. one, name, name two, three. You want to, you want to know the best ever right now? Who? Juice World. If you really? watch any of his freestyles, you, have you heard Juice World otherwise? I've heard some of his songs because, yeah, so yes. he's, he recorded an entire album freestyle. Really? Right. Good. His last album was all freestyle. It, it, it wasn't. It wasn't my favorite body of work, but you know, it is what it is, right? But on on, ter- on terms of uh, going on these shows and doing a freestyle off the top of the dome, like a real yeah. freestyle, that's he's killing it. He can literally go hours 
and he's so smart. He knows like so many random things. Yeah. And he just throws everything in there. Like, for example, Lil Dicky was on Sway in the Morning a couple months ago. And, you know, he did such a good job that, you know, the video was circulating the interwebs or whatever. I don't know if that was a freestyle. I don't. I didn't see that one, to be honest. I don't. I, and I'm a big Lil Dicky fan. Like, I love his music. I think he's super talented, super lyrical, like just genius lyrically. Um, but I don't. I don't know if that was a freestyle. I'm not saying I don't think he can freestyle. I just feel like most rappers are too shy or too scared to actually freestyle when they're on the air because they're like, they understand that this is the game they have to play. So they're like, you know, like I need views. I need to go viral, whatever. So I'm going to come up with some really hot shit that I've written and I'm going to spit it on here and pretend like it's right off the top of my dome. Donald Glover, Tory Lanez, Juice World. Okay, Donald, Childish Gambino, I think, does freestyle. I have heard Right, him. There's, there's a lot of artists out there that actually can truly freestyle off the top of the dome, right? Yeah. Then there's, but, but it's so obvious when it's off the top of the dome versus when it's written, right? Or it's Sometimes memorized. it is and sometimes it's not. I don't, it's, it's, like a, it's like you have to, you have to analyze it to try and catch it. I don't know. Like if the, if you can tell, like even if sometimes it seems like it's memorized, they're still throwing in things that are literally happening on the spot, and right, they're, right, they're right. putting it in their raps, right? So it just yeah. depends. But no, like the it's whole freestyle thing, it is what it is, right? People are gonna do it. They know that, like like you yeah. said, they have to play this game in order to get views, in order to yeah. get you know go Popular. viral or whatever, yeah, um, and grow their brand, right? Yeah, so I'm sure like ninety percent of the people are not as skilled with coming off the top of the dome and they've had yeah. to memorize stuff before they get on the show because they know that it's going to be something that is going to But it's also up. scary because they have no idea what they're going to say. When you're freestyling, you're, you literally no idea what you're going to say. You know what I mean, <laughs> and if it's a live show, you know, if you say something controversial or if you say something that, you know, is doesn't agree with your brand or whatever, like you're fucked basically so yeah. i think people also play it safe yeah but i mean in today's day and age you could literally and it'll have the same effect say that again i say said again? in today's day and age you could have this you could do anything and it'll have yeah people that's just true. one person needs to say oh i, I have a problem with this and it starts <laughs> that's fire. true too that's also true <laughs> um oh i saw um finally saw lion king this past weekend have you seen that yet no i don't plan on seeing it yet. you don't plan on watching the lion king website not, not the a theater what kind of monster are you what the fuck i'm not gonna go in theaters why would i do that you've seen the original lion king of course okay cool all right just the first sure one the only the first one though not the other you haven't watched the second and then one and a half no because There's that three. doesn't make any sense anyway there's three of them yeah, but why is it one and a half? It's from Timon and Pumbaa's perspective. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> I watched it when it came out. It was like 2004. Okay, leave me alone. But uh, yeah, Lion King was cool, man. It was. I liked it. Damn, 15 years later, you're still riding hard for Lion King. Yeah, man. It was dope. It was a good movie. It was, no, it was the really first cool. one was great. It was a really good movie. Um, uh, what's his name did a great job. Seth Rogen. I fucking love Seth Rogen as Pumbaa. Oh, he was. Uh, who was Timon? Yeah. 
Timon was, I don't know his real name. He's Craig from Parks and Rec. Uh, I don't know his real name. I mean, you, do you watch Parks and Rec? Yeah, yeah, but which one is Craig? You watch Parks and Rec. Of course. Later on, like when they when the when Eagleton and um Pawnee merge, Craig is one of the Eagletonians that comes over. He's like the tall, skinny guy. He's gay. He oh, gets really that, angry. Oh, that was his name. Billy Eichner. Is that his name? I don't know yeah, his name. Billy I Eichner. literally don't know his name. But yeah, he was Timon. <coughs> that was a good, interesting combo. And then uh, Keegan Peel. Is this it? I forget which one's which. Keegan Michael one. Key and Jordan Peel. They're both, well. Okay, not Jordan Peel. Yeah, Key. Key, Key is Keegan yeah, was uh, one of the, he was one of the hyenas. He was pretty funny. Um, yeah, it was interesting. It was cool. And Beyonce obviously was Nala. Donald Glover was uh, Simba. So it was cool, man. It was a good movie. I mean, it sounds good like cast. a great ensemble cast there. Yeah, it was a really, really good cast. Yeah. Have you I ever seen? Uh, speaking of ensemble cast in an animation, have you seen Sausage Party? No. What the fuck? Why dude, did you watch that? Because it's a Seth Rogen movie. Oh, is it? I haven't yeah, seen it. Yeah, dude. No. It's like. All it's all famous people that you know, like all the people he always worked that really? voice different, yeah, that voice different like grocery items, and they're That's like, hilarious. you gotta watch it. It's actually really funny. It just seems so dumb that I was like, why would I watch this movie? But okay, I trust you. I trust you. Yeah, Take it's one of those like sleeper movies that like you definitely want to watch. bet 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 bet. Um, but yo, yeah. there's actually a really good documentary on on Netflix called The Great Hack that recently just came out. Yes. It's about, I have like, been told to watch it. I have not had a moment to watch it. Dude, Tell you me. have to watch it. It's so good. I it's about it like zero time, but I will try my best to watch it. All right, busy guy. Singer, <laughs> songwriter, slash podcast host. Jeez. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Tell me what is what is it about? Um, it's about like, so have you heard of Cambridge Analytica? No. So back like when the election was happening. This past mm-hmm. election, the 2016 election, yeah, um, all the different like campaigns that were going in place to pretty much um, like the whole Russia hacking thing, like that yeah. that time period, yeah. So all the and anti-democratic kind of propaganda that was hitting the internet was initiated by uh, a study done by like Cambridge Analytica, and they were basically collecting data points on Facebook on over i think it was 150 million americans something like oh, that shit. Right? and they had 5000 data points on each and every person wow. think about that that means that they knew 5000 things about you about me wow. right if you think and about it based on do, that if could i could you and i to us yeah yeah but like think about this right like could you and i even think about 5000 things to share about each other <laughs> I don't know. You get what I mean? Like yeah, they have wow. so much information that they us. You know what I mean? And it's like they're they were collecting information on. Like I don't want to ruin the documentary. But like yeah, everybody knows like what happened. It. It's yeah. it's not like fictional thing. And now I'm explaining putting yeah. the story. But this is something that happened. Everybody should be aware of. So they were basically That's you cool. know using election hacking and and then Facebook like um, metadata collecting to be able to like sway people's voting 
their their mindset, especially like a certain po- number of people that they recognized as potentially easily influenced. Um, wow. They're also the organization that led the Brexit campaign to leave the so they were on the side that is now regretting having voted for that side. So it's just like wow. they were they were pretty much at the center of two very controversial events. And yeah. uh, the documentary is pretty much a story about what they did, how they did it, and the aftermath of what happened. So if you don't know what happened, I know I just explained some of it to you, but like the documentary goes in such detail. It's literally so good. It keeps your attention. The whole- Fuck. All right. I need to watch this documentary. Yeah, and if you if you like documentaries, I do know that's a really good. Um, I watched it on the plane ride back from California, actually. Which one? It's on HBO, and it's called um, The Inventor, Out for Blood in Silicon Valley. Oh. And it's okay. about this woman, uh, Elizabeth Holmes. Mm-hmm. not aware who she is. She was the founder of Theranos, which was basically like this a new healthcare organization or company that started in Silicon Valley by this yeah. woman dropped out of stanford at like the age of like 19 or 20 to start the company like she was like a child prodigy oh right? shit um so she's one like a very smart woman who's starting this company to basically take a small blood sample and be able to tell your entire health history and so she what? yeah it's just like it's a very very interesting thing and it's it's a it's a true story see right so um the events of it you you think that you're watching a fictional movie because it's that like interesting what was going on, how they were doing it, and what they were doing. Like I don't want to ruin it, right? Like by, by explaining yeah. everything. Like it's so captivating, dude. You gotta watch it. It's so shit. All right. I got two documentaries on my list now. Yeah. That's a good three hours worth of time right there. <laughs> <laughs> now I just gotta find three hours of time schedule. Right, oh man. All right, all right. We get it, we get it. <laughs> and on that note, I think we should probably <laughs> Um, anything else you want to talk about? No, man. Um, there's a summer's lot winding of... down. Yes, <laughs> we're, we're going in very two different directions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, summer's winding down. <laughs> That's definitely what's happening right now. Uh, I was gonna say there's a lot of like political stuff that's happening around the world and even in that's crazy like just this past uh weekend there was two mass shootings uh in america one in dayton ohio one in um where's the other one um el paso el paso texas yeah um there's like this crazy occupation of kashmir that's happening right now by the indian government um like do you know do you know what's going on with that I have no clue. Um, I'm not even going to pretend like I know what's going on. I can explain it to you if you want. Go for it. You're the politics guy. Look, if you don't know what's going on in the world, like, what do you pay attention to? I'm just curious. But I'm just uh, my hinge account? <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> yeah, talk about political. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah, so pretty much what happened was like uh, Modi in India decided to reverse this article that was in the constitution for um which gave like jammu and kashmir special status which means that it didn't have to abide by indian constitutional law but they yeah, had their yeah. own kind of state law in a sense um yeah so they had their own citizenship there so if like you were from kashmir you could be a dual citizen india and jammu and kashmir oh, or okay. you could be just you know 
resident or citizen of Jammu and Kashmir. So there was all these other rules and stuff. Like it basically gave them special status. Um, it it didn't allow anybody from outside of the state to be able to buy property or land in the state. Um, now now it's open to everyone. So basically basically what they did was they got rid of all those special statuses and all these like different rules and pretty much put it under the same category as the rest of the country um, where they all have to follow Indian constitutional law. Gotcha. And so now what that's, what that's done is it's allowed the Indian government to kind of take control of searching for terrorists in Jammu and Kashmir by, by more of a force factor because before they weren't allowed to do it at all. Ah, okay. Interesting. Yeah. That's very interesting. So it's but there's people that, Kashmir, but there are Jammu and Kashmir that don't want to be under Indian rule. They want their own freedom too, right? Right, because they they they've been operating in such a way that pretty much allowed them to kind of almost be their own country. Right, right, exactly. Right? And so now to have like that kind of freedom taken away from you, and now having all this stuff happen to you all at once, like naturally, it's going to be a very negative kind of reaction. Right. Um, I, now, who knows if it's the right right action? Because there are people on both sides of this having like you know debate and all that. Yeah. So who knows like what the right move is? I I it was personally just scary don't care. There was a lot of people posting and talking about how there's like this media blackout, how they're like arresting journalists, stuff like that, and like how you know. Uh, but we don't know, you know, why any of that stuff is happening. It's it's very interesting. It's, it's pretty much like when we went into Afghanistan and Iraq. Yeah. Like same kind of force. That's kind of mm. the way the Indian government is now going into Jammu and Kashmir. They'd never had access before. Do you think Modi's just doing this because <laughs> now he's like, well, you reelected me, so really well, got let loose. There were a bunch of pictures that surfaced that said that um, like while he was helping campaign with somebody else years ago, something like that, when he was a young politician or something like that uh he was uh he was part of this like organization that was basically trying to prevent this article that initially went into place that they now have taken away going in place in the first place he was what so he was against it you follow no i lost you you're uh, you cut out okay um i'm saying he did not want that article to go into place back yeah. when it did right he oh. was against it yeah. so this was like him kind of going along the same kind of whatever thoughts he had back then about oh, the same things okay. the yeah, same yeah. issue so he reversed it um but it was a lot like obviously the whole government is involved he does something it's not just him deciding stuff right 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 but yeah it's it's, it's just interesting man i think it's like one of those situations that, that potentially might get worse before it's better mm. yeah man there's mm. like political shit going on everywhere it's crazy, man. I just stay out of it. <laughs> I mean, I think it's interesting. It sounds stupid, but yeah. One kind of indication of history that kind of replays over. Yeah. Whew. Football season's almost here. Yes, finally. Yeah. So excited for that. How are your Redskins um, looking? I have no idea. I, I literally <laughs> did not keep up in the off season at all. I never do. I'm just like, all right, whatever. I'll just wait till it starts, and then I'll know everything once it starts. Because like so many players are gonna get dropped off in the first four weeks anyway. So, oh, uh, Hard Knocks is on tonight. What's that? 
You've never seen Hard Knocks on HBO? No, what is that? So every preseason they they show um week by week they follow one team, like the same team for the whole season. Not uh-huh. the whole season, but the whole season of the show. Yeah. Um and just show you like all the behind the scenes preseason stuff, like when oh, players sure. show up to camp, all the all the different practices, all the different rookies that have to play, people oh. actually at the end then getting cut from the team because they didn't make the yeah. final roster. So yeah. that whole you've never seen that? It's been like no. five seasons now. They they follow the I think this year's the Raiders. Oh, okay, nice. They've done the Browns in the past with Baker Mayfield. I think that was last season. Um, they've done some other teams as well. Like it was, it's actually a really good show. It's on HBO. I want to check that out on your HBO account. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Please let everybody know, you know that you use my. Yeah, everyone knows now that I use your account. <laughs> hey, that's what tier one best friendship is worth. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, didn't, I wasn't aware of the, the entire perks benefits package <laughs> alright anyway I think we're at a good stopping point um, it's been good I like this conversation it's good yes, Talked a lot about. I think we always revert back to music because that's like that's like our thing that we talk about all the time that's our constant and something that we're both really really passionate about so exactly I'm not surprised that the, that we reverted back to that. Yeah. Um, All right, cool. Cool. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in again. Uh, appreciate you guys listening to us. If you have suggestions, if you have comments, if you have questions, if you have um, thoughts, hate mail, send it our way, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, send us hate mail. I feel like that'd be really interesting to get. Yeah, somebody please say some shit about me because I really need it. <laughs> you really need it? <laughs> Sometimes okay. you need it, man. Sometimes you need some hate just to kind of like ground you again. <laughs> it's like, nah, please don't send me that. I'll cry. I'll break. Um, anyway, that's it. I'm going to take us out. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of yet another podcast. We'll see you next time. Peace out. Peace. Classics. Classics.